Yes, it's Thanksgiving. Yes, we have families. Yes, we care about you guys. So we had another Thanksgiving episode. Hooray! Um, this week for College Football, we discussed the different injuries that have happened, specifically to Jordan Travis. The kid was, was playing out of his mind at Florida State. Heisman Trophy you know, candidate, and you know, it's it's poor luck, but we wish him well in the pros. Talk about where things kind of stand now um, with the latest rankings, um, whether or not Tennessee was a fluke last year. Um, both, well, Cam Williams is still the number one draft pick. Um, we do our picks, we do our power rankings, and talk about different scenarios. We do preview the, a couple of the big games this weekend, so enjoy. Welcome to the number one sports podcast in Sanford, Florida. I am Adam Capison. We are part of Sandlot Sports. I am here with Dorian Cody. Yo, yo. And BJ Thomas. If you are not sad about Florida State, you are either one evil or hate college football. Those are the only two reasons to not be sad. There's no three. Gator fan. No, those are assholes. <laughs> that that's that's not fair. That kid was playing his ass off all year, bringing him from behind, game-winning drives, front running. He did the whole nine yards, and then all of a sudden his ankle is hanging off his fucking leg. Like it's just sad. Yeah, I'm a Gator fan, and that is sad. And, and he did the right thing. And like he's like, I'm I'm done, y'all. Like I I've maxed out what I can do here at college. He's a redshirt senior. Yep, and I mean he, he's not going to come back, and it, you know, and I, I hate to see this the way this is going to sound, but fortunately it's a broken bone and not like ligament damage. Broken bones heal, and they yeah. normally heal close to one hundred percent. Ligaments, not not so much. Anytime I see that ankle swinging off a leg, though, whoa. Yeah. Um, but. I, I will say this. So we are the number one sports podcast in Stanford, Florida, um, but we don't take that as far as Texas A&M saying they the year are undefeated against the state school since two, 2012. That's only because that state's so big it has several junior colleges. Yeah. So they, they ran that. It's like, yeah, we are undefeated against every school in the Texas since 2012. Well, in 2012, isn't that when they moved to the SEC and stopped playing Texas, you know, Texas Tech? All right. Exactly. The bigger question is, who's going to coach that program? Who wants to go there? Well, there's been a oh. couple. Go ahead, BJ. You, a, you go first. A lot of people. A lot of people want to go there. Yes. It's it's a it's an SEC school that just gave somebody seventy five million to not coach. Yeah. Somebody wants to. You'd go there. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'd go there. I'd go there and be like, "Hey guys, let's do a good job." I'm leaving after this year when I get fired. Would you clap with the other coach that was in, in the state of Texas? Oh. I'm going to run, I'm going to fly this plane into the ground and walk away and just sit on the beach the rest of my life. <laughs> so the reports are that they interviewed the guy that's, um, that coaches now at UTSA, the University of Texas San Antonio. Um, and that's a pretty good program. Um, there's also talk of, th- this was stupid. This was some dipshit that's on social media. Like, well, they interviewed Kirby, Kirby Smart. They probably asked Kirby, like, he's like, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a couple national championships, I'm going to downgrade. Yeah, so now the the other rumor that I've heard that I just I laughed at when I saw it um, was that they were going to interview Ryan Day after the Big Ten championship game. He might want to go to a big boy school, play some big boy football. <laughs> he might want to stop crying first. Oh, he'd fit in down here. <laughs> you know, ha- have some eighty-seven-year-old make fun of him when he cries on national television. It's oh, you, not a good look. You don't remember when uh, Nick Saban started crying because Halbar tried to recruit kids from the south? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh yes, I do remember yeah. that. We cry down here. It's fine. He can come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But is Texas A&M, well, I guess for the money it is, but why would he leave Ohio State to go to Texas besides, besides money? He has everything there at Ohio State. Same reason Stephen Moffat just left Leesburg. Yeah. Oh, we, we got to touch on that. Oh, my God. That's not a – dude, anybody, anybody with any common sense knew that was happening. This is a stepping stone. This is a prove-it program for him, and he's moved on to something bigger and better. Yeah. He'll be coaching college in a few years. He's not going to stick at any high school. Is that Stephen Moffat, the, UC, the former UCF quarterback? Yeah. Stephen Moffat? Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. He took a team that was 2-8 and eight and took them to 10-2 and two and in the playoffs. So why is he leaving? Well, I, I heard because like, it's oh, Leesburg High. Right. You you got out, didn't you? Oh, yeah. You got out, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's two for two. Yeah. So I read a rumor that he was leaving to to take a offensive coordinator job somewhere else at a smaller college. I heard no. I heard he was a head coach in Orlando High School. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he's he's moving up in division. He's moving up in prestige. Like he's doing what he's supposed to do. Right. It's like it's like these people. For example, when Green Day came out, a large chunk of the population liked Green Day, and then the people who were like true punk music music fans started to hate Green Day because they started to sell tickets. What's the point of starting the fucking band? Yeah, right. <laughs> to stay broke the rest of your life? Like I don't understand it. So what, what's Stephen Moffat's job? To better his life for his family. And that's what he's doing. He's going to move up the ranks. And he started a, at a program that was severely damaged for 20 years. And he dug it out of the ground. And he he deserves to reap the rewards for that. And he took the job to be the, the head coach of the first academy here in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, so I don't resources out the ass, man. That's the yeah, point. And, and that's BJ's point is you See, go from some podunk school you turn them around, you showcase what you can do, and you, you move up in the world. And my guess is if he does the same thing in the first academy, he'll do it for a couple of years, and well, he'll keep moving up. That's what he, these coaches do. He's accepted a much bigger challenge. He took Leesburg and turned them around. Now he's going to try to have white people uh, be good at football. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm sure they'll have a couple of uh... – If you don't find that funny, you weren't raised in the South. This is true. <laughs> What is first academy? What is that? Oviedo? Where is that? It's it's in Orlando. It's um like yeah. if I remember right, it's right there by um where the force the four seventeen meets um it's right by Oviedo, but it's still Oviedo's Orlando, Sanford's Orlando, Winter Garden and Winter Spring, they're all Orlando. It's yeah, just well, Orlando. It, there's a reason why when people say, Hey, where are you from? Florida, what part? I say Orlando. Orlando. No one knows Orlando. what the fuck Sanford is. Yeah, just look at the map for the big shithole in the middle of the swamp. Yeah. That's where they're from. So BJ brought up, you know, we should feel sorry for Jordan Travis, and we do, by the way. Also, for sorry for Graham Mertz. Yeah, man, you, you of all people, <laughs> owe him a huge apology. That he got sur- I, I, I went on this rant a couple weeks ago. The kid got surrounded by talent and suddenly became a quarterback. Yeah, he he just tried to to go full Tim Tebow, and he didn't have the body of Tim Tebow. Yeah, that kid's tough. He's playing tough, hard nosed football in the best one of the top just so I don't hurt any feelings, one of the best leagues in the country. He's playing hard-nosed football in a game that he needed to get his team to – he didn't really need it. He was just trying to get to a bowl game. Yeah. But he's out there sacrificing his body, playing tough football. That's tough to see. I mean, a lot of... Did you see the play where he got hurt on? Oh, he smashed those motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they He got pinched between a like, linebacker uh, and a corner. Yeah. yeah they he, bounced off him like Larry Zonka. You see his dad? Yeah. Dad's huge. Yeah. 
I think he's got that in his brain. He doesn't have that body, but it's in his brain. He's like, I got this. <laughs> and he got the first down. And like he, they bounced off him. He kept going. I, and then if, like, if I'm not played. mistaken, he he played a couple plays after that, didn't he? Yeah, I think they just did a couple run plays. Yeah, and he's like, nope. Like, I'm, I'm out. Something's broken my chest. <laughs> like, this shit hurts. <laughs> but man, another kid that's that's played his ass off all year for the pro, for a program and and just couldn't finish the season. Tough to see. I really hope he comes back. I, I think he will. Um, I hope so. I think uh, Kuiper McShay had him like the eleventh or twelfth quarterback coming um, if he came out. So he'll he'll increase the stock, especially at Florida. I feel he's slightly underrated on that number. Not much. I don't think he's a top five, but I think he's right under the top five. He he is one of those quarterbacks, um, like a Bailey Zappi, like a quarterback like that you can get in the fourth or fifth round. He was and, completing, completing eighty percent of his passes to two receivers, basically yeah. Pearsall and Wilson. But he, he's a he's a quarterback that is not going to be a an all pro, but he's going to be going to be a good solid backup they can put in there and win a couple games if your starter's out consistent tough guys with arm talent stick around yep and I'm those pretty, who are willing to be coached yeah i'm pretty sure you build belichick you ought to have Graham Mertz in that at this point <laughs> at this point i'm surprised our phone hadn't rung <laughs> shit i'd rather have terrell Pryor than mac jones I'd, I've thrown so many footballs, baseballs, oranges, bowling balls, and basketballs. If I tried to throw a football this shoulder, it's coming off. You're going to be like uh, Deshaun Watson. Jesus. I think I've done more damage to my shoulder throwing grapefruits than I have anything. Deshaun Watson, the arm bone's connected to the shoulder bone, except in his case, the arm bone's not connected. You ever had citrus rain down upon you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We used to have orange wars in my backyard. I remember that. By the way, yeah, it wasn't so, just your backyard. It was basically anyone yeah. who lived in Lake County. Yeah. Well, the, 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 fun, the fun part about the Orange War is let me paint this picture for you. First of all, I lived in an orange grove. So all you do is go out there and pick your weapon, literally. Yeah. You don't pick the orange ones. They're soft. You pick the green ones. They aren't soft. Mm -hmm. And then what you do is you throw one 40 feet high in an arc, and then you laser one straight to your target under it. Now they got to make a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the... Yeah, you could either take the bomb or you can take the laser. You think that you think the bomb's a good idea, but it's not. It's falling from the sky. Exactly. The laser you might dodge, but the bomb's coming. It's yeah. orange wars are such a good thing. <laughs> Another purely southern thing you guys don't get to imagine. I imagine they might have apple wars up north. I would have if you did. You're an idiot. Yeah. So I, I was joking with BJ um, during before you, before you joined about um, Tennessee. So the, the playoff rankings came out. Tennessee is still ranked 21st. They are 7-4. and four. Um, still, You know why. Yeah, I know why. I want someone to explain it like why. five without saying the Say three it. initials. Um, Say it. Say it. Now, I, I posted this on social media, and we actually did get some traction with this. So do you guys know the last time Tennessee had consecutive double-digit win seasons? Philip Fulmer? Yep. He was the coach. So I'm guessing that was like early part of the 2000s. Yep. Jeez. Now I'm, I've honed it in. Now I need, I'm trying to put a face on the quarterback position. I believe. What? It wasn't Todd Helton, was it? It was not Todd Helton. It is a name that you'll recognize. Jeez. Hold on. Um, I think Todd Helton played for Michigan. Oh, that's Drew Hilton. Drew Henson, sorry. Yeah. It's, 
so it's wasn't it the national champ? Oh no, 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 that's in the night. Yeah, Man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 03 and 04. And 04, they had a, a 10 and 3 record and then lost twice to Tommy Tupperville coach Auburn Tigers, whose offensive mm. coordinator was Al Borges. Oh, he's one of those loony right wing senators. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Auburn, <laughs> for not seriously crippling him in a bus accident or something. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. I shouldn't be saying that shit. I mean, I mean it, but I shouldn't be saying it. Dear Lord, I apologize for what I'm about to say. Oh, you might as well pray to Optimus Prime. Get the same results. <laughs> uh, who's the quarterback? Yeah, help Rick me out here. Clawson. Nope. Don't care. Yeah, regardless of what Tennessee wants to tell you, their national championship was run under T. Martin, not Peyton Manning. Still one of the funniest things I've seen in, in a while, where Tennessee was honoring their national championship team and out came Peyton Manning. <laughs> White man got to replace the black man all over again. And it is Tennessee. <laughs> oh, they tried it in their, their uh, state house of representatives. They kicked the two black guys out who were kicking up a dust. They kept the white woman too, by the way. Yeah. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are uppity. <laughs> You know they said that. They might not have said it in public, but you know behind those doors, the word uppity came out of somebody's mouth. Oh, and Pappy. My Pappy <laughs> wouldn't stand for this. Yeah. When the first time I heard that word uppity, I was in elementary school when there was a Principal McDaniel. I heard the statement. He did not. Yes, he did. <laughs> no. Yes, he fucking did. Hey, I'm letting you know, if that comes out of your mouth, you're a racist. You might be a closet racist, but I, I will forever, ever lump you in with racist. And I always aspired to be uppity once I figured out what it meant. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing to be. Yeah, I didn't know what it was, so I, I thought it was funny. I'm like, uppity? That's funny. <laughs> hey, mom, uh, our principal said that uh, the, that kids were being uppity. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> that, at that moment, your mother knew her son was on a farm. <laughs> Fuck! Fuck! Can't send him anywhere. Good old Leesburg. I can't believe you. Charlie said that. Yeah, he said uppity. He said kids in the lunchroom being uppity. What he said. I'm like, Damn! How you can burst some raggedy ass girls like that and worry about what black people act like? <laughs> ah, man, that's fucked up. Because one of them's really, really nice. I know what the other one. Yeah. Boy, I, I had a friend who was sniffing around uh, the youngest one. Oh. oh. You should have seen the look on his face when him and I showed up at his house that night. He was like, <laughs> son of a bitch. And I was like, I'm here to remove your daughter from the church one way or the other. <laughs> oh, that warms my heart. <laughs> so i do want to let everyone know that the sandlot sports curse does exist we know it exists we just need to know what happened this week uh yeah. north carolina lost again louisville hmm. almost lost when we brought them into the rankings and we had no love for missouri yet and they squeaked by florida well, that's not how the curse works we have to love them and then watch them crash that weekend. Yeah. Right. Well, you mean like Washington State, who has been one in six since I called them out? 
That's yes. Yes. And I believe that I've said on this show, I don't trust anything that comes out of Washington State. At all. Not even the weed. No. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. I quit smoking a year ago. But if somebody just say this weed's from Washington State, like, let me let me taste that. <laughs> I believe they were right there with California with how long it's been legal. You know how much science they've had since then? Yes. How much science is in that marijuana? That shit will probably give you an instant anxiety attack. <laughs> smoke that and be like, oh shit. I'm scared to smoke now, by the way. Terrified. I know that if I hit that thing too hard, I'm going to the hospital. Yeah, a, fr- a friend of mine was from gummies. I was like, like, caribou? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what those edibles are a dangerous situation you take an edible and you're just sitting around 20 minutes later you're like oh oh <laughs> oh you like you'll you'll stand up and you got to remember you have to control your hips when you walk because <laughs> that's what happened to me the first time i tried an edible because back when i tried them they can't they couldn't guarantee the amount that was in each edible now they can pretty much they've got it down to some kind of science it was just like chocolate chip cookies you can't control how many chocolate chips are in each cookie you just mix the batch up portion them out and sell them that's what was happening now they've got it down a little more precise but back then so you could eat like three gummies and be like this this shit fucking sucks and then the next day take one gummy out of the same pack take that bitch and be like whoo shit whoo shit i got stuck in my room smiling until one o'clock in the afternoon i had to call out and be like i'm not coming out i can't stop smiling and nobody everybody will know something's wrong with me <laughs> I was just sitting in my bedroom staring at the TV like this. <laughs> Couldn't stop. Cheesing, teeth out and everything. That shit, it was nuts. I was like, I don't want any more of those cookies. I did the dumb thing that everybody does too where you eat half and you're like, oh, I don't feel anything and they eat the other half. Nope. And it was a cookie, like the bottom of a coffee can cookie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I ate half of it and was like, oh, this, this is fucking weak ass cookie. And I ate the other half and I was like, oh boy. Yeah, it's, it's like me when I drink wine. Oh, one glass. Oh, yep. okay, I'll have a second. It's like, nope. Exactly. That's, that's, that's idea. That's how I am with wine and champagne too. Is like you start drinking. It's like, oh, this tastes pretty good. It's like fucking drinking fruit juice. And you go to stand up, and you're like, oh shit, I gotta drive. This is not good. <laughs> I immediately regret that decision. Yeah, I gotta go sit somewhere for three hours. Shit. <laughs> so I figured we um we change things up a, a bit this week. I figured we do our power rankings. We'll do our picks like we normally do. And then we'll come back around and and go through uh, Dorian's scenarios that he wanted to go through last week, but now there's less um, opportunity for change. So, with that in mind, we'll start with the power rankings. Um, I have Georgia one. If either you y'all don't, you're idiots. <laughs> nope. Georgia one. Gotta have Georgia. So I still have Michigan two. Dorian. Same. There is no change up top. Let's just be honest. So, I have, I had Florida State three last week. I have Ohio State three this week. Same Ohio State three. I'm leaving Florida State there until they lose. Damn it. And I'm not. I'm not saying they're the same team, but that kid has played. A, Bodiker. Yeah. Rod Rodiker Rodiker, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. He's played a decent amount of football. Jordan Travis had a leg injury last year, two years ago, and he played some football. I'm just not counting him out yet. 
I'm just not counting them out yet. So I'm leaving FSU at three until further notice. So, and be, because of their win against, I believe they were the 12th ranked team um, over Oregon State. So I have Washington at four. Yeah, me too. I got Washington at four. I, I, I'm, that's where my OSU is. Okay. Yeah, I've got Florida State at five. I have Florida State at five. BJ, is that where you have Washington at five? That's where I have Washington now. Yeah. So at six, this is where it gets fun. I have Oregon at six. Dorian? Yeah, Texas. I also have Texas. I have Texas at seven. Got Bama. I also have Bama. I have Oregon at eight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have Alabama at eight. I already have Oregon. You have, have Oregon at eight. Yeah, Oregon at eight. Sorry, I'm copying Dorian's work. Oregon it's eight. just like high school all over again. No, no. <laughs> we no. We didn't have any class together. He's a year behind me. If anybody was, I was copying your shit. Uh. <laughs> so I have Louisville at nine. Yeah, same. Louisville at nine. These rankings are uh, nothing special. Sorry, guys. This is depressing. We all have Louisville and nine. Yeah, it's, it's what's going to happen this time of the year. We've, we've played enough football. We kind of know we're, Dude, we're honed in. We are honed in on a certain number of teams here. So, and I have Mississippi at 10. Ooh. Ole Miss. I like it. I got Missouri. I feel like that's a dig, but okay. I'm sticking with Ole Miss. They've been in and out of the bottom of my list all year. I like uh, I like Lane Kiffin as a coach, as long as it's not at Tennessee or USC. <laughs> Speaking of USC, uh, real quick before we get to the the pick, segue. Um, is Lincoln Riley going to coach at USC next year? They're in a state of flux. I think they should at least keep him for one more year and transition into the big shithole that they're going to, and then make a decision. From there, because they're going to have to play a better defense against those teams. Yeah, I, I heard an interesting um, thing on one of the message boards, because I was bored today. Um, somebody th- said that Gary Patterson did not like being a head coach. He did it for TCU because there was no one else. But he wants to be a defensive coordinator and just kind of be left alone. They should do that, and because they're going to the Big Ten, if I were them, I would go to Iowa and be like, we have sunshine, beaches, and bitches out here. You should, <laughs> you should leave Iowa come out here and play in the sunshine. You still dead go back ser- home. I'm dead serious. After seeing what Deion Sanders has been doing, I would be raiding all the best defenses in the country. would be like, anybody? 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 I'm going to go get my Louis luggage. Yeah. And like in Iowa, I mean, like, hey, you, you go from Iowa to USC, you still play back home because, you know, go be, it'll be in the Big Ten. Your family yeah, will still see you. Yep. You still get to go play for your family in a couple places and – Honestly, a lot of those places in the Big Ten, Iowa, Indiana, Northwestern, that's a that's like a three-hour drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, just go. Go. But that, te- that team gets some defense. We're talking about a completely different situation. Oh, USC is yeah. a top six team minimum. Yeah. But is Caleb Williams still the number one pick? He doesn't play defense. In my mind, as a GM, I'm saying yes. Yeah. Because you have to think about it. When you don't have a team that can stop anybody, you're forcing your quarterback into bad positions, bad throws, bad situations, long down a distance, 
um, making throws he probably usually wouldn't have to make had his team made a couple stops, could lean on the running game a bit and play a total game of football. So I would say, yes, Caleb Williams has proven that he is a quite talented quarterback. I'm, I'm going to make this comparison. He I, can't fix the Giants, though. Well, we'll get to that. I'm going to make this comparison. I am in no way saying that Caleb Williams is this person, but what you just said is exactly what this person said. Coming out of college, they asked Patrick Mahomes why he took so many risks at Texas Tech. And he said was, because I had to. Our defense was shit. We had to come back. I had to take risk. He got to the NFL. I didn't have to take as many. Right. I mean, USC's offense was their defense. They knew that. We have to outscore our opponents, Northwestern. So. They went about it the wrong way, though. When you have a bad defense, you have to run the football. Yeah, you have, you to, have to eat clock. You have to, so two reasons. Like Adam's saying, it keeps your defense fresh. So when they do come on, you're getting a recharged defense. And two, you're eating up as much clock as possible. Like you cannot have a defense where your defensive linemen are playing 60 to 70 snaps a game. Unless you're like Alabama and you can just send a new four out every four well, plays. No, no, no. What, what I'm saying is like the same defensive linemen play 60 yeah, no. to 70 snaps a game. Like that is not a recipe for success. Yeah. Yes. If you're like Alabama and you're like two or three deep of five stars and you just roll them in and out and you know. each lineman is maybe getting 30 to 35 snaps, that's, that's ideal. You don't want your linemen getting that many snaps because not only are they going to get tired at the end of the season, i.e. Chip Kelly, they're going to get tired at the end of the games as well. Chip Kelly's gone. Out. Has he been officially been fired? Everything I've read said Chip Kelly's gone. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I was reading those two. I don't know if he saved his job by beating his rival. But, yeah, I, I've read the same thing. That he is not long for UCLA. So. He didn't beat a really good USC team. Let's just be honest. Yeah. So we'll get to our picks. Um, so D- Dorian is slightly above everyone. It was slightly below 500. <laughs> 31 <laughs> and 32. I am 30 and 33. And BJ is 29 and 34. We would all be broke bitches if we did this in Vegas. Yeah, what I can say, though, is like we're still better picking college than we are the NFL. Dorian would be in charge of food, though. <laughs> he has more money. Dorian, where can we get the cheapest buffet? No, see, so you have to balance it out because if you if you go to the cheapest buffet, you're going to spend more money in toilet paper. So you have to, you have to like, find the happy medium. Yeah, and, and since COVID, toilet paper has been expensive, so I'm not going down that route. And then the water, I think everybody should get a bidet. Just spray it off, man. 100%. We are the only country that does not use bidets. Yeah. We're the only developed country that, you, that still uses our hands to wipe our own ass. <laughs> so on that happy note, I'm not talking about wiping someone's ass. Um, Oregon State and Oregon. Oregon's a 13 and a half point favorite. Oregon. I believe they cover that. Dorian? Same, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon stomps their ass. This, this game's in Eugene. Oregon State's coming off a, you know, a draining loss against Washington. They're, they're done. Um, the next game, um, I have been watching the line for obvious reasons, um, but so Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan was initially favored to be, uh, was a five and a half point favorite. This thing was bet down to three points over the past two days. It's now back up to three and a half. 
So Harborough will not be um, on the sidelines. So, BJ, I'll let you take this one. I guess I'm saying Michigan covers that. Considering Marvin Harrison Jr. is not being used properly, I, I believe I sent you that uh, that post today that said that Malik Neighbors is like yeah, dude from LSU has more yardage in the last game than Marvin Harrison does over the past three games. Ooh. Um. Thinking here, you know what? I'm I can smell it. Are you going with the Buckeyes? Yeah. So Michigan's problem is not that Harborough will not be coaching on the sidelines. Michigan's problem is they need a healer. They need someone to come in and, and heal them. Their starting left tackle is hurt. Their starting quarterback is hurt. Their top wide receiver is hurt. That's hard to overcome. So I'm, because of that, I'm going with Ohio State. So the next one's Washington State and Washington. Washington's in a 16 and a half point favorite. That's a cover. Yeah, Washington. Yeah, I'm, I'm going the Huskies. So next one is the battle of the backup quarterbacks. Florida State and Florida. Florida State's still a six and a half point favorite. Florida needs <laughs> this game to go to a bowl game. Yeah, I don't think they're doing it. My prediction was wrong. Um, as most of them have been this year. Um, <clears throat> Florida State's a much better team when everybody's healthy. I can't imagine Florida being a better team missing the starting quarterback. So I'm going with Florida State. Yeah, um, I'm going Florida State too. Yeah, I hate to sound boring, but I'm going Florida State as well. I just I, I don't trust Florida. Even though this game's end Gainesville and weird crap seems to happen, I just... There is a reason why Mertz was starting, and whomever they have backup is was not. So that would be super, super weird if this happens. Yeah, if Florida pulls this off. So next game is North Carolina and NC State. So I believe this is the first game all season. The North Carolina has not been ranked. Um, but they are still favored by two. <sighs> Man, this is a tough one. We talk about NC State being a scrappy team. I'm already picking terrible. I'm saying NC State wins that game. Dorian? I think, um, yeah, NC State is a uh, scrappy team. Um, I pick, um, I'm going to pick North Carolina. Tar Heels. It'll be close. You got the Tar Heels? Okay. Yeah, I'm. As much as I want to pick NC State, because again, the Sandlin curse is real, and I, I'm going with with North Carolina in this one. Okay. Um, the last one is Kentucky versus Louisville. Louisville's last challenge before the a uh, ACC title game against Florida State. So Louisville's a seven point favorite. I just Dorian? hope that Louisville doesn't overlook Kentucky because Kentucky is playing with house money. They have nothing to lose. Them beating a rival like Louisville would be sweet. However, I picked Louisville to win. 
So I'm actually going to pick Louisville to win, but I'm picking the points with Kentucky. Hmm. Interesting take. I'm saying Louisville covers. Okay. So we shall see whichever picks suck worse than the others. So <laughs> we have enough to pretty much tell how this is going to happen. Yep. Um, so I did want to want to circle back. So the the player rankings came out right before we went on the air. Um, the top ten goes Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, and Louisville. So. We were going through scenarios last week and BJ's head was starting to hurt and it can be that way when you start doing that a couple weeks out but I think we're close enough where we can start start doing this realistically so Georgia win or lose are they in if, if they lose to Alabama are they in that's saying a lot I would think so I mean take somebody who's been number one all year and then drop them from one loss Jeez. drop them from one to five I mean, they might go to four, but they shouldn't go any lower than that. So I would think they were in. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So Washington, if they win out, are they in? I would say so. Okay. Florida State, if they win out, are they in? They have Florida, and then who are they playing? Louisville? Louisville. You know, Louisville's number nine. That's a nice win on the resume for being undefeated if they can pull that off. I would think so. Okay. So that so, means odd man out between Ohio and Michigan. Yeah, that was, that was going to be my next point. So if Michigan loses, they're done. Because they'll, they'll drop from three to probably six, and that's far enough. If Ohio State loses, are they done? Assuming everyone else wins out. Oh, man. So it's a tough. So, it's a tough thing to say when two loses to three. How far are you going to drop them? Yeah. yeah. But let's say if Alabama beats Georgia, Alabama. <laughs> oh, they're gonna have a hard time keeping Nick Saban out of there. <laughs> right. so you got I think. Be number one. And you got Georgia's probably be number four. I th- I think there's a firewall strong enough to keep Alabama out, even if they even if they beat Georgia. Texas. 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 Out. The, the only way that Alabama has a chance at the playoffs is if Texas loses to whomever they play in the Big 12 title game because no one knows yet. No, Texas hasn't even clinched yet. So. But it's going to be hard to keep Alabama out if they beat Georgia, even if Texas wins. Well, their, okay, uh, so we, we just talked about that, though. So we, we just said if Georgia loses – They'll probably drop to four because dropping from one to five when you lose to number eight is a large drop. So that means that the winner of the Ohio State Michigan game would be number one. Washington would be two. Florida State would be three. Georgia would be four. And the loser of the Michigan Ohio State game would be out. So then, if you're Alabama, you need Texas to lose and at least one other team. Now, granted, if Alabama wins out, they're jumping. Probably Michigan, definitely. Probably Ohio State, too. But they, they need Texas and someone else above them to lose for Alabama to make it. Now, Washington and Oregon do play each other, and that's but that's going to be a problem because one of those teams has to win. If I'm saving, 
I'm, I'm all eyes on Georgia. Like, if we want to punch our ticket in, we have to beat Georgia. We can't wait for everyone else. We beat Georgia, we know we're in, regardless. I, I don't think it's a winning in for, for Bama. It's a winning in for, for – it's – like I said, Georgia's basically in. Man, I don't know. You beat the number one team in the title game, get the title, and you're in the SEC, and you're telling me that Alabama – oh, I don't know. It's a tough call, Jack. Wait, be the committee. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Now, this is what I love about this time of year. This is what you get for not originally having eight teams in the playoffs. Yeah. This is what you get. You deserve this. Now, if Georgia wins, all of that conversation goes away. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, but it's going to be interesting. Like I said, the, the, the winner to me, the winner of the Michigan-Ohio State game is in. I pick Ohio State to win. They're, they're in because the winner of that game plays the offensively challenged Iowa team. So, they're going to make it. But the Washington and Oregon, that rematch is going to be fun. Um, Florida State over Louisville, as BJ just said, Louisville's a top 10 team. Florida State wins. They're in. But let's say in that Big Ten championship, let's say Iowa, Iowa makes it ugly, and let's say they beat Ohio. State. Any game with Iowa in it is going to be ugly. Right. If. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Does, is Ohio State still in? If they lose to uh, Iowa. If they lose to Iowa, no. Okay. Now, granted, they're going to lose. If, if they lost to Iowa, it would be like 13 to 10 or something. Something okay. just disgusting. <laughs> um, but no. I mean, it, 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 if the winner of the Ohio State-Michigan game loses to Iowa the following week, they're out. And, and that's how Bama would get in is – Something funky like that happening, like I said, Texas losing to Kansas State or something. You know, Ohio State losing to Iowa. They they need they need help. They need a lot of help. I don't, I think beating Georgia is going to take them to five. I don't think it's going to take them higher without help. The style point still count. You got people judging this. So I don't see why it wouldn't. But it's not like, you know, the judges that, that ice skating with a hold-up numbers. I mean, it's just <laughs> – if you're thinking that Bama – so you're, you're talking style points. you think Bama's going to beat Georgia by three touchdowns? No. But I, but let's say something freaky happens. Let's say, let's say they beat them like, 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 like 31-17, right? Does that, does that punch them like, oh, yeah, you're going to the national championship playoffs? I don't yeah, think so. No. Again, I, I think Georgia's in no matter what. They've been they've been number one for the past two years. I I think they're they're solid number one. I don't see them dropping past four if they lose. Now, if they lose to Georgia Tech this week, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but I I will bet both y'all. That Georgia will will beat Georgia Tech. I'll bet both y'all play the wings. I'll buy both y'all play the wings if Georgia Tech beats Georgia this week. That's an easy bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, it yeah it would it would have to take a major mishap on Georgia's part to do. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll know a little bit more next week because um, then we'll at least know who's playing who in the championship games. 
but I think I think we know enough now. Like I said, I think Georgia's in no matter what, um, unless something bizarre happens against Georgia Tech. The winner of the Michigan Ohio State game is going to be at Iowa. They're going to be in either Washington or Oregon. I mean, you got three, you got four versus six. They're getting in, and Flo- Florida State would have to lose to Louisville to not get in. I think I think those are your four. And I think, like I said, I think Texas is the firewall to Alabama because Texas beat Alabama by double digits in Tuscaloosa. Head-to-head's got to count for something. I would say that if we're closer to the end of the season. But that happened, like, what, week one, two? Week two. Yeah. Different situation now. We shall see. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun weekend. So with that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with the NFL.